would just be out normally with my mates walking around and bump into these two guys. He'd just say hello to us, really. We didn't know who they are, why they're saying hello to us. They'd just say hello to us. And from that point, they'll just come every Tuesday nights between 7 to 9. And we'll know exactly where to meet them because they'll come and find us. We'll just hang around where we normally hang around, the factory, the chippies, the shop. And they knew the, well, they knew the area quite well by then. So they'd come and bump into us. And they'll just talk to us. They'll just, they'll just listen to us, what we have to say. And they were really interested in what we do. As a detached worker, one of the skills you need is you need to be able to approach people. Because if you're going to walk around the streets, um, people won't approach you because it might be the first time they're seeing you. You need to approach them straight away. You need to be friendly. Because if you're not friendly, they'll just tell you to, you know, move away from their territory because we are entering their territory and we have to play along with their rules. It's their area. You see if the children need special aid or not. I, I, I want to do that, but see how it goes. See how it goes, yeah. Communication is the key to success for detached youth work because without communicating, you're not getting anywhere. As well as they listen to us, we have to listen to them because if we don't listen to them, what's the point of youth work? Another key is you have to be a very good listener, active listening. You have to be able to listen to their needs, respond to their needs. One thing you have to do as a detached worker, you have to leave spaces for just not do anything, just go in the streets and have conversations. Because from these conversations, that's where you build up. And then that's when you say, so where are we going with this conversation? What can we do to change things? And then you'll put that into the programme activity. A lot of the people in the community who perhaps have five brothers and you know, sisters in the family, their parents might not be afford to give them enough spending money for them to go out and enjoy themselves. A lot of them don't have the time as well. So if they go on a trip with us, we can get it for a lot cheaper. And not only that, we help them to have a good time and also we enjoy it ourselves. For instance, when we'd done um, a sexual health workshop on the consent forms. We're not gonna, we, we didn't put sex education because parents might feel, well, you know, what is this? So we put sexual health in young people just to disguise that little part because parents in the Asian community, are um, they're challenging. So we have to always work around the parents or sometimes work with the parents um, by letting them know, by doing little flyers for them, so they can see that we are actually taking them to this trip, not to what you know they want to think we're taking them. We've had a meeting with the police, um, all about stop and search, which was a huge issue with the factory members. They were facing racism from school, from teachers at school. They were, um, they felt. They weren't being treated fairly with by the police. How they were, t they were telling us about how they were singled out by the police. Um, if a group of Asian lad, big group of Asian lad, were walking, they'd be stopped. So they were saying, "Why should we be stopped? How are we different to anyone else? Why are we being treated unfairly?" So that's when we invited the police from Loughborough Station, and we put them on the spotlight. And the members had an excellent conversation with the police. Um, they got to know more about the stop and search procedures 
and after that event it well they saw it as the police didn't know about the stop and search procedures they told the superintendent so if you told us all this about stop and search all these guidelines how come your police went, police force don't follow these because we've experienced that how are you last night was a very good night because we got all the members who suddenly came to the Mora Centre. It was a better turnout than expected, considering it was kind of late, it, was, it gets cold, and it gets dark. Therefore, we didn't get a lot of the younger members who wouldn't perhaps come out in the dark. The, but there was three youth workers there. We had various conversations with various people on different issues. One of the members approached me by saying, you know, all the police meeting, everything we had last year. I'm like, yeah, he's like, guess what? what? Um, they're doing the same again. They were singled out again and they were picking on us. They pushed some of us out the way. I'm like, okay. So he's like, oh, we've had all this in the past. And it just, it did calm down for a little while. And I was back again. So he was telling me about his views about them. He was telling me how things like college are getting better. Um, one of his worries was with all the fights and racism at his college that was affecting his education. He's saying he's happy now, everything's calmed down, he can concentrate on his education more. At the Glass Factory, um, they, we met a group of members who were older, slightly older. They, some of them are older than me and some of them who I had challenging conversations are my age, my year group. Um, one of the members approached me with the issue about homosexuality and he was, I got the feeling he was putting me to the test rather than he was, he was asking me about my issues and how I felt and why I had felt. And I had, I asked him the same back as well. Like no, religion. in religion, yeah, in it doesn't. Religion. In, no, in Islam, it doesn't say to be against gays. He started to raise his voice slightly. Um, he's, he's using more body languages, using more hand movements, and he's getting more and more deep into the conversation. Well, there was a sign also. His friends were backing off, and I don't know. I think he got. He was raising his voice, and that's when he was really getting into it and he was really deep about his feelings and thoughts. Um, that's when I said. Um, these are my opinions, these are my views. You've got your opinions, you've got your view. And then I think that's the stage where we left it. How can people be born gay? No one said they were born gay. You just said they discovered that they were gay. I was glad my colleague was there, he also backed me up. And he was there, he'd, you know, step in at times to time. And the members probably felt threatened by that, so they told him to back off because they were asking me the questions, not him. But he felt he needed to um, support me anyway, so I was glad he did.